This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, it's done. After much anticipation, Congress figures out a way to keep the government open. Should agency leaders have to publish their calendars for all to see? And one of the government's top computer scientists weighs in on the solar winds breach. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Congress passed a day-long continuing resolution last night to keep the government open. The extra day gives lawmakers time to put the finishing details on a $1.4 trillion omnibus spending bill and a $900 billion COVID relief package. Both the House and Senate are expected to pass the omnibus and COVID relief package today. They'll send it to the president for his signature before leaving Washington for the holidays. Congressman Don Beyer wants agency leaders to make their schedules known to the public. He's introduced the Transparent Leadership Act. It would require executive branch leaders to publish their schedules and speeches. Beyer says he crafted the bill in response to calendar scandals involving former Interior Secretary Ryan Zinke, former Environmental Protection Agency Administrator Scott Pruitt, and current Postmaster General Louis DeJoy. House and Senate Democrats are looking for help identifying examples of burrowing. More from Federal News Network's Nicola Grisco. Agencies convert political appointees to positions in the career civil service every year. The practice is known as burrowing in. But a group of House and Senate Democrats say they're especially concerned during this presidential transition. They're asking the Government Accountability Office to help them identify all political appointee conversions over the past four years. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Ranking Member Gary Peters and House Oversight and Reform Chairman Carolyn Maloney are leading the effort. Nicole Grisco, Federal News Network. House and Senate lawmakers are putting the Defense Department on notice not to break up joint leadership structure of the National Security Agency and U.S. Cyber Command. Congressman Adam Smith, the chairman of the Armed Services Committee and members of the Cyberspace Solarium Commission, warned Pentagon officials that ending the dual-hat arrangement that makes the commander of Cyber Command also the director of NSA is a bad idea. Smith says Congress took a clear position to keep the dual-hatted relationship in the 2017 Defense Authorization Bill. One of the government's leading cybersecurity authorities has advice for officials knocked off their feet by the recent government-wide cyber attacks. More from Federal News Network's Tom Temin. National Institute of Standards and Technology fellow Ron Ross says the government keeps using a tactical approach to defending its networks, constantly looking for threats and hoping to fend them off. Ross renews his call for an engineering approach, designing systems to be inherently secure. He chides two recent blue-ribbon commissions on cyber, including the Cybersecurity Solarium, chartered by Congress, for failing to even mention security engineering. Ross's group at NIST even publishes a detailed guide to system security engineering, 800-160. I'm Tom Temin. DOD and Microsoft are asking a judge to dismiss a key portion of Amazon's lawsuit over the multi-billion dollar Jedi cloud contract. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has details. The defendants are challenging Amazon's claims that President Trump exerted improper political influence over the contract. They say those allegations are barred by prior court precedents, which generally require bid protesters to raise problems with the procurement as soon as they know about them, rather than waiting until after they've lost the contract. Amazon contends it didn't learn the extent to which bias affected the process until after DOD debriefed the company on its award decision. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. 
A Defense Department board focused on race and diversity comes up with 15 recommendations to improve inclusion in the military. The panel suggests updating recruiting content to represent all service members, increasing ROTC enrollment for minority-serving institutions, and establishing a diversity center of excellence. The panel also wants DOD to improve its human resources data systems and analysis and increase transparency on promotions. It seems like everyone has a podcast these days, and now the Air Force has one as well. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The organization in charge of training airmen is trying a new tactic in education. The Air Education and Training Command is launching a professional development podcast to help airmen gain a better understanding of their skills. The podcast, called The Air Force Starts Here, focuses on developing self, developing others, developing ideas, and developing organizations. It can be accessed on mobile podcast applications and helps airmen get a clear understanding of what's expected of them as a service member. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. After a six-month hiatus in operations, the Washington Monument is going to have to close again due to rising coronavirus numbers. The National Park Service says there's been a severe reduction in the amount of staff due to exposure to COVID-19. It did not give any timetable on when the site will reopen. New numbers are out showing just how much progress agencies are making against a 10-year-old goal. Federal News Network's Jason Miller explains. Agencies closed more than 2,300 data centers in fiscal 2020, almost 300 more than in 2019. New data on the IT dashboard shows despite this increase, agencies still missed the government-wide goal by about 41 total closures. Five agencies, including SSA, GSA, USAID, Education, and HUD, have closed all their data centers. Additionally, every agency but DHS met their cost savings goals for last year. Despite these successes, the IT dashboard shows agencies still running more than 6,200 data centers. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The Justice Department reaches an agreement with a government contractor in which the company admitted to inflating costs for federal projects. Schneider Electric Buildings America will pay $11 million to resolve investigations into kickbacks and overcharges on eight federally funded energy savings performance contracts. And a former defense employee gets five years in prison for an assault that happened overseas. The Justice Department reports that Brendan Figuli received that sentence after he pled guilty to terrorizing two neighbors with a knife while working in Okinawa, Japan, as an engineer at Kadena Air Force Base. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. This holiday, whether you're making a Baker's Simple Truth Turkey for 40 or a Murray's Baked Brie for two, Baker's has fast, fresh delivery and free pickup so you can make holiday meals that bring you all together to create memories that last. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Free pickup on orders of $35 or more. Restrictions may apply. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.